Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Yeah, we are keeping an eye on this massive uh, cell phone outage in several um, cities around the country, mainly affecting AT and T customers, uh, and and trying to figure out like what's causing it. Uh, and also, customers are learning that your cell phones can still dial emergency numbers uh, like nine one one, even if uh, your cell phone company uh, is experiencing an outage, which is something I didn't realize until I was listening to Utah's morning news this morning, Dave. Does it make you realize how addicted to our phones we are? I mean, these are massive, massive outages across the country. And I just realized we we absolutely have changed the way we live with our lives revolving around the phone. I was trying to think, Deb, if I needed to call somebody, I have no idea what anyone's number is anymore. I have no idea. It's all in my phone. So we'll continue to follow that story. It's 9.07. It's time for the launch. Sequence engaged. And brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Here's the three things that Debbie wants you to know. Countdown. Three. Well, she is certainly vowing to stay in the race no matter what. No matter what happens in South Carolina, her home state, during the primary vote this weekend. Um, in fact, she's coming to Utah next week. Nikki Haley, Boyd Matheson in the 11 o'clock hour to break down what Haley has to do to stand a chance at the Oval Office. Some of you, perhaps a few of you in the media, came here today to see if I'm dropping out of the race. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure why everyone's laughing. Like, it's, it's not crazy to think she might drop out of the race. She hasn't performed well. Compared to Donald Trump. Now, you compare her, how she would do in a head-to-head competition with Biden. She does even better against Biden than she does against Trump. But it doesn't matter if you can't win the Republican nomination. So, are we just pretending? Countdown to... Hey, look, the irony is not lost on me this morning. uh, That we're coming in hot talking about the grocery tax and repealing the grocery tax in our 10 o'clock hour on the very same day, almost in the same breath that we're talking about raising sales tax and hotel room tax to fund sports arenas uh, in Salt Lake City specifically. Um, Let's talk specifically right now about that uh, grocery tax repeal effort that'll be on the ballot in November. Um, Lawmakers say we can do that as voters, uh, but there's a catch. We're going to hit the check stand at 10.05 to go in-depth on what's at stake. Okay, of all the things we've covered, you know you know me, you know me well. One of the big things whenever I see a law, I ask myself, is this actually do good or does this just feel good? I think this is the greatest example of feeling good, but getting rid of the grocery tax, the, the sales tax on food, it doesn't actually do any good. I'll break down exactly how much you can expect to save. You're going to be underwhelmed. There's the tease. Super underwhelmed. Launch countdown one. We woke up this morning to Utah's morning news and got smacked in the teeth with a hockey puck. 
And now Utah lawmakers uh, want to increase the sales tax to help fund an arena for a pro hockey team. Dave, I am on tax raise overload because yesterday Utah lawmakers revealed their plan to increase a hotel room tax across the state to pay for an MLB stadium in Salt Lake City. Uh, but but here's, a, here's at least one spin uh, on the MLB stadium. We would put in less than half of the project cost to build the stadium, for example, but we would retain full ownership of the property uh, once it's built. Baseball wants a billion-dollar stadium. Hockey wants a billion-dollar stadium. This is unequivocally the worst timing ever. Like, how how did anybody drafting this ever get married? Because your timing is awful. It could not be worse right now. You can't plant the seed of a billion dollars for a baseball stadium and then five minutes later say, but we also want another billion, but this time for hockey. Dave and Dijanovic. The launch. Commence. Dave and Dijanovic. Dave and Dijanovic. Special coverage of the top local story. It's totally bad dad joke time. It's like the, you hear the one about Utah lawmakers and their two for two deal? Two billion dollars will get you two pro sports facilities uh, in one city, in Salt Lake City. So let's take a time out for just a moment because I was like, what are they talking about this morning? We were just talking about this MLB stadium yesterday in a billion dollars. So let's start there. Uh, they've already pitched and unveiled the plan to raise the hotel room tax, about $1.50 for every 100 bucks spent on a night's stay, uh, to put a billion dollars towards an MLB stadium near downtown Salt Lake City. We had the representative... Ryan Wilcox on the show yesterday, who's sponsoring that billion-dollar plan. Uh, where this is a tourism benefit and a lift, that that is where that burden would lie rather than on most Utahs. So tourists all over the state would have to pay for the billion dollars that would go into the stadium in downtown Salt Lake City for MLB. But there's now a new plan, a billion dollars to fund an NHL arena, Dave. Okay, so... When we were wrapping our head around this baseball stadium, you figure it's about a dollar fifty for every hundred bucks. So if you a hundred dollar hotel stay, they're going to tack on an extra buck fifty. That's going to help build the stadium. So when you say, "Okay, we want another billion," how are they going to fund it? Are they going to raise the same tax? Are they going to do the same? Hotel tax? Let's get with Adam Small, KSL News Radio, live in studio with us here up to bat. Well, it is not the same as an MLB stadium. This actually would have a pretty direct impact on taxpayers, at least around the Salt Lake City area. So I've been looking over the bill text, and then Senator Dan McKay, which we'll hear from in just a few minutes on this show, uh, actually spoke to the Salt Lake Tribune last night, and he explained that this bill, if approved by the legislature and then also Salt Lake City, it would raise Salt Lake City's sales tax by half a percent from 7.75 to 8.25, that tax, he estimates, would generate a billion dollars over the next 30 years. That is how they would pay for the stadium. And I read the bill as well, uh, Adam, and I also texted back and forth with Senator Dan McKay, and he's uh, scheduled to join us in about five minutes uh, live on the air to walk us through this NHL arena pitch. 
Uh, and it seems to be very hyper-focused on bringing an arena to Salt Lake City. It is for a first-class city in a first-class county. And he texted me this morning and he confirmed it would be impacting Salt Lake City. So, obviously, they're trying to get a NHL team in Salt Lake City. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I, I think this this – you know, kind of comes on the heels of that report we got a few months ago of uh, Ryan Smith and the Utah Jazz in contact with people at the Point of the Mountain Authority down in Draper because we know that the Jazz might be looking for a new home too. So the way the bill text is actually written, this can fund an arena that either hosts an NHL team, the Utah Jazz, or even both of them, but it is Salt Lake, Salt Lake City-centric. Boy, you touched on something, and I, I hadn't really thought about this. But if baseball is getting a new stadium, if hockey is getting a new stadium, how in the world are the Jazz in their stadium right now built in 1990 going to be happy there? I guarantee if we're funding these two, if we're doing baseball and we're doing hockey, I guarantee you the uh, NBA is next. I know a lot of people are wanting to call in on this. We're going to take your live phone calls uh, just after 9.30 this morning. Adam Small, thank you so much uh, for being the one to take one for the team and reading through that piece of legislation for us. Straight ahead, Senator Dan McKay. He is the chief sponsor uh, about, behind this proposal to fund an NHL arena in Salt Lake City. One of the questions we've got to ask him is, how in the world can Utah lawmakers justify hitting taxpayers twice in two days with massive bills uh, for for sports teams? Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at 9. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to 57500, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic. Special coverage of the top local story. Uh, This show is not a repeat of yesterday's show. (laughs) This is not a best of D2. It is true that Utah lawmakers have revealed a second plan. To spend a billion dollars in taxpayer money. This one is for a... New NHL arena built in Salt Lake City. So it would be a Salt Lake City exclusive when it comes to raising taxes, too, which it would increase the sales tax um, a smidge, just a little bit, half a percent. We're going to speak to the lawmaker, Senator Dan McCain, in just a moment. Let me just say, I appreciate the fact they just didn't recycle the exact same idea as the baseball stadium. You know, they just didn't say, you know what, if we're going to raise the uh, hotel tax, by 1.5% to build a baseball stadium. Let's just up it to 3% and build an NHL stadium. Oh, and while we're at it, let's add another 1.5% and build a new arena for the Utah Jazz. At least they're being a little bit more creative. So NHL facility would be funded through a sales tax increase exclusive to Salt Lake City. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, The MLB stadium tax would be funded by everybody, including those of you who live in like Grand County and Paiute County and Daggett County through an increase in the hotel room tax. You just send those that money to help fund a baseball stadium in downtown Salt Lake City. Um, so, Senator Dan McKay, good morning. We are we are getting bombarded with billion dollar offers to spend taxpayer money uh, from Utah lawmakers uh, in the last two days. Uh, 
How's how's the timing feel right now for your uh, pitch to fund an NHL stadium? Well, thanks for having me. Can I just step back just like a 10,000-foot level and just look at the state of Utah and look at where we are? There are very few cities, there are very few states in the country who are looking at the problems that Utah has. We have a burgeoning housing market. We have a growing economy. And we are attracting the nation. We're we're attracting the attention of the nation for lots of great reasons. And we're also attracting the attention of the world with the Olympics coming uh, in 2034, we hope. And now we have, you know, major league franchises who are looking at, or, you know, major league sports who are looking at the opportunities in Utah, who are looking at the fans, who are looking at, you know, all the economic positive news that's coming out of the state of Utah. And wanted to be part of being here. And I, I just, I like, as a sports fan, as a lawmaker, as a citizen of the state of Utah, as Utah, and I just look at it and say, man, this place is amazing that we have this much opportunity. And we're trying to decide between the best options. And I love, I love those kind of problems. I would go along with you on that. I, I think it's a pretty cool concept because I think – Growing up here, we've had the jazz basically my entire life, and and I think we've taken for granted what it has meant to the community. So the idea of bringing additional teams here, number one, is a little pie in the sky. If you would have said this ten years, fifteen years ago to me, I would have thought there's there's not a chance. We're just we're just not big enough. So the fact that we're even in the conversation is fascinating. Here's one of my big worries, though. You look all across the country. Any sport, whether it's basketball, football, you have big major cities like L.A. losing teams. L.A., which has millions and millions of people, one of the largest cities in the entire country, they can't keep a professional sports franchise. And then a weird thing, you know, flip that idea, you've got Green Bay, Wisconsin, they couldn't support the Packers more. So it feels a little bit like a crapshoot with going all-in billion-dollar stadiums on franchises that may or may not work here. Dave, I love that you brought that up because that is, you are hitting at the heart of what we're trying to accomplish. You contrast, you know, well, there are other problems in Los Angeles, but let's just step back for a second and say Salt Lake City is one of the few metro downtowns that still has a positive population growth if you look, you know, going all the way back to the going all the way back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, our downtown was losing population quickly. And we were doing we were following those larger metropolitan cities as far as population trends and economic investment. We were following that trend for a long time and and the big change came when we had the Olympics, it disrupted that. And the investment that we had downtown, and then we had the investments you've seen that the LDS Church has made, City Creek, as well as all the improvements at Temple Square. It's still one of our largest tourist attractions in the state. And then you, you look at the opportunity we have here with both Major League Baseball and NHL and NBA, um, you know, at, at those opportunities. And it is hard to not appreciate the fact that we might be shortcutting what some of the biggest downtowns are experiencing, which is 
a, a diversification of those assets and a flight from the downtown metropolitan areas, leaving those downtowns with a vacuum of problems and, and, and hard for difficult decisions to be made about how to solve them. Senator, and Senator you look at Dan, what we do Dan, here, we have a lot of benefits. Senator Dan McKay, live on the line, uh, unveiling legislation to uh, fund an NHL arena or allow for funding for an NHL arena by increasing the sales tax in the Salt Lake City area. Look, I think we're missing the point that taxpayers are feeling the pinch right now, uh, as it is, and you have proposed, the lawmakers in two days, Senator McKay, have proposed a two-for-two deal, which has to do with bringing entertainment and sports teams to Salt Lake City exclusively, to Salt Lake City, at the cost of $2 billion to us. How do you justify $2 billion and uh, expecting taxpayers to come up with that kind of money? Well, it's always it's always trying to balance our investments, right? In this situation, you know, when a team leaves, uh, like, let's let's hypothetically say that a team left that that the team leaves the Delta Center, right? Let's say the Jazz left the Delta Center. What what do we have now? It it is an empty arena. Uh, you know, generally they can hold you know small bit things. It it really as an asset, it's a, it's a an asset that brings a large operation maintenance you know, issues along with it. And for the most part, the teams have a lot more flexibility than those arenas allow them. And so trying to make the right investments, working with Salt Lake City and working with Salt Lake County, we feel like NHL and MLB and, uh, and you know, and keeping the jazz downtown makes an important uh, investment in the state of Utah. It makes an important investment in our urban downtown core and makes important, really generational investments in in the state. And I, I recognize, and we don't do this lightly, if you look at MLB, they're pulling levers that for the most part will be absorbed by out of town, you know, people visiting the state of Utah. So tourism will largely support those efforts. The sales tax uh, from the Salt Lake City side, it's, it's a local option that gives Salt Lake City the option to enact this 0.5% sales tax. That 0.5% sales tax, based tax. I, I love those uh, as far as tax goes because it's people get to choose how much they pay of it. And that consumptive-based tax will then help fund this generational investment in downtown Salt Lake. And I, I think if you look at the diversified levers, levers that both options are pulling, we, we get a lot of strength in the state of Utah for the investments that will be made. Senator Dan McKay, thanks for joining us. Keep us posted. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Hill as well with our team of reporters and producers. Um, so at this point, it does seem that Utah lawmakers are set on attracting a major league uh, sports team, either NHL, MLB, or both, to the Salt Lake City area. Here's what uh, Senate President... Stuart Adams said about spending taxpayer money on an MLB stadium. If and when we have a World Series in Utah, think of what that will do for the state of Utah and the ability to have that type of an event here. But let's face it, this is our money. Even if it's our parents staying in a hotel room or our buddies coming into town uh, to go to an MLB game down the road, this is our money. 
And people from, you know, Paiute County, from Grand County, Daga County, Tulick, you all be putting in that pot to help fund an MLB team. And now we add an NHL component to it as well. So let's take your live phone calls. 801-575-TALK. 801-575-TALK. $2 billion in taxpayer money. You okay with that? Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at 9. And every day we start off with the launch. So the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Wow, we got a huge lineup uh, waiting on the phone lines right now to weigh in on this new proposal um, to raise a billion dollars through an increase in a very exclusive area of Utah. This would be for Salt Lake City, a sales tax increase of 0.5%. Uh, to fund an NHL arena. Is that what they call it? A rink, an arena? Um, and, okay, it, you are not uh, tuning into an old show here. This is this is a, in addition to what we talked about yesterday, Dave. Yeah, where lawmakers wanted to raise uh, basically a billion dollars to build a Major League Baseball stadium. So, yeah, in back-to-back days, plans were re- revealed. And taxes, how they were going to raise this money, was revealed of how to build both a Major League Baseball stadium and an NHL arena. So one of the things that that we've asked is, do you have us your phone calls? You lit it up. Everybody's on the line right now. We, we've got full phone lines. Let's start off with Chris in West Jordan. Chris, what do you think? Um, so I think that Salt Lake City has been nickeled and dimed to death. I mean, half a percent is not much, but they have the highest property taxes in the state by far. And so I, I really don't think that uh, another small increase is the answer for them. I think the legislature should get together and come up with three really good viable options to put to the voters hmm. so we can do a ranked choice voting kind of category <laughs> in November. Oh, well, and then <laughs> with the fourth option of go back to the drawing board and come again. Look, but I, one- yeah, thanks, Chris, for your phone call. Um, I, I love the idea of attracting major league sports um, and pro teams to uh, Utah. My concern is that now we've got two situations going on. I feel tapped out already uh, just when I go to the grocery store. Uh, so they're asking us to put up more in sales tax in Salt Lake City and for visitors to spend more on a you know a hotel room tax. Ryan and Sandy, what do you think about this uh, two for two deal the lawmakers are pitching in the last two days? Look, I I absolutely love investing in the place that we live and grow and that our families are going to live and grow. My question is, and the devil is always in the details, um, do we we as taxpayers, do we own any of these stadiums? Do we get to uh, benefit from the increased uh, property value over the years? Yeah, Um, It's a great question. Is this just a tax credit that we're handing to them and somebody else owns the stadium and they benefit? Well, we, we do have those details on the MLB stadium, right, Dave? Yeah, I don't know about the NHL arena proposal, but we, we did ask that specifically to Representative Ryan Wilcox uh, about the Major League Baseball stadium. And yes, the state of Utah would own that arena. Yeah. And then the ownership team would lease it from 
the state. In fact, let me go back to yesterday's uh, show when Representative Ryan Wilcox called in live. From He just stepped off the House floor to talk to us about the MLB pitch to raise hotel room taxes and how that would play out with the new stadium. We would put in less than half of the project costs to build the stadium, for example, but we would retain full ownership of the property uh, once it's built. So if you want to be a big boy city, you got to have big boy things. And to be very, very honest, major league sports is a huge part of being a major city. So I, I can see the enticement and the, the motivation behind lawmakers wanting to do this. James and Clinton, what do you think? Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for everything you guys do for us listeners. Thank you. The other thing is, is you, you can't stop our progress. You, you, no matter what, as the bill, as the city grows, everything else is going to come with it, whether you try to oppose it or for it or against it. And so might as well get it out of the way now <laughs> while you have control of it. Cause once, the city grows to a, a, a point where it's too big, then you really won't have a say-so in it. So you might as well just let it go and watch <laughs> it come in. and so, Enjoy it as best, as best you can, Give right, James? Growth. Uh, James from South Jordan. Hi. Yes. Hi, how are you? Thank so you good. for taking my call. Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, right now there's a lot of seniors that, uh, that can't even afford to buy their uh, – their groceries are paid for their prescriptions and are losing their their homes because they can't afford to pay their property taxes. They're winding up homeless. Let the owners of the of the teams pay for these stadiums. And uh, I think our lawmakers here right now have their heads buried in the dark. So uh, it, it's time for them them to, to to start thinking of the seniors that are that are that their property taxes go up. Every day, and they can't afford to even pay them and, and pay for their prescriptions. James, thank you, thank you for your perspective. It reminds me of what the governor, Governor Cox, said months ago when asked if the state would be willing to help fund some of these arenas. And he said, and this was specifically about the Major League Baseball uh, stadium. He said, "I don't think taxpayers should subsidize billionaires. We don't build stadiums. That's not what we do." except for the fact that that's exactly what the proposal is for the Major League Baseball stadium, and we're still learning more about this proposed NHL stadium, who would be the owner of it, where the leasing would come from. We do know it would be in Salt Lake City uh, if this proposal gets through uh, Capitol Hill, and we do know that it it calls for a, a sales tax hike exclusive to Salt Lake City. So if you're a senior and you don't have a lot of mobility uh, to go shop and you shop in the Salt Lake City area, James, you're right. Seniors here would spend more. And Senator Dan McKay just said, well, you've got some flexibility when, you know, you're buying things and you're paying for, you know, you're at that with that added sales tax. Well, not if you're in James's situation, you know, not necessarily. The same rules don't apply to everybody. I want to try to squeeze in Don from Kaysville, only because he's from your hometown. Don, can you say it in 30 seconds? Yeah, just a a couple of points. Uh, Larry Miller uh, built the Delta Center. That that ought to be the model that we should be following. 
um, the the whole Wasatch Front is going to benefit from uh, the stadium because they're going to be coming to the games and and participating in it. So maybe it shouldn't just be Salt Lake City that pays for it, but spread across the whole Wasatch Front. And then the uh, the hotel tax. Uh, the argument there is it's not locals that pay for it. It's it's the visitors. It's the out of towners. And and there is some merit to that uh, argument. Oh, thanks so much, Don, from Dave's hometown of Kaysville. Thanks, Don. Uh, We're not going to let go of this conversation because, of course, we've got the MLB stadium um, and the pitch there to uh, fund that through an increase in the hotel room tax. Uh, And we know the spin on that is that Utahns would then own the stadium. We would put in less than half of the project cost to build the stadium, for example, but we would retain full ownership of the property uh, once it's built. But when we were talking about this in the show prep meeting that we had this morning, Dave and I are like, wait a minute, full stop, time out, folks. We don't even have an MLB team that's committed to coming to Utah. Uh, Dave's going to break down what our competition looks like for us next.